Hello and welcome back to the Simply Marie podcast. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Alexis. Today, we're talking about what to look for in a quality friendship, relationships, and then ending with some red flags. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be the biggest section. <laughs> you said that's not what you wanted to focus on. All yeah. right. So we took a BuzzFeed quiz titled, Are You Bad at Dating? You go first. Okay. Mine says I'm pretty good at dating. All right. Is that what yours says? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Mine says I'm pretty good at dating. I might not have all the modern dating figured out, but you know how to treat people with kindness, and that's what really matters. Mine says you're pretty bad at dating. <laughs> it says, hey, maybe you're more of a long-term kind of person. And I feel like that's what I am. I'm not, like, good at, like, going oh. out on multiple. That's Because I, I didn't think it was, like. I took it as, like, how good you are in a relationship. That's what I was thinking it was going to do. Oh. So you good at. Screen. Dating around? Ah, that's not good. Yeah. Because when I saw, saw that, I was like, wow, I'm pretty bad at dating. And then it said, but hey, maybe. And I'm definitely more, like, of a. Like, all my relationships have been, like, eight months at least. Oh, my longest relationship was, like, your shortest relationship. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're two different people. It's okay. It's all right. Um, we're going to be talking about relationships, like, friendships, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend. Pretty much everything. Relation, like, romantic yeah. relationship. Like, I never really bring in, like, just from the guy side or just from the girl side. It's just kind of things to look for i guess all right you want to start then the thing that i wanted to start off with it kind of goes off of what we talked a lot about in our manifestation episode Mm -hmm. and it says you get out of a friendship what you put in so you need to consciously work on being a great friend in order to attract good friends that's true if you were a shitty friend then the good ones aren't going to want to be your friend exactly so i think i feel like i'm a pretty good friend and i feel like you're a pretty good friend and that's why that's why yeah Yeah, because we've definitely had friends that aren't so good and we never... I mean, they don't stay around and we don't necessarily keep them around. Yeah. I think Kaylee and I are both people that try really hard to, like, make a friendship work. Like, you mess up one time and we're not going to be like, all right, deuces, but... But we've definitely had our moments. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of them. But I feel like normally it's just kind of like we start to recede a little bit and then mm-hmm. they fly off. Because it's always just been us two and then other people yeah other people have come in and out but we've always been like the, we got each other's back we the ogs okay. <laughs> we the foundation yeah we are um so we're gonna start off with talking about what to look for with quality like friends and good friendships so the first one i have is a good friend is a good listener mm-hmm. and i feel like we've talked about that a lot of like active listening because i used to be very bad at it yeah but i like try harder because then i'm like i got nothing out of that conversation because i wasn't even listening yeah you weren't like paying attention it's yeah. like you were letting them talk but you weren't like i was thinking about adding something yeah else. you yeah. weren't adding thing anything to the conversation a bible quote actually I, I thought this was just a good quote but it does happen to be a bible quote everyone should be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to become angry which i feel like is a good way to like be mm-hmm. a friend and good to like obviously look for in friends you listen to everything that someone has to say but you don't like quickly make a haste judgment or like mm-hmm. talk back and shut them down because i feel like the quicker you make the judgment like the worse it is like if you just take in the information i feel like we're really good at putting ourselves in the other person's shoes shoes like if everyone's just interrupting and like putting their own two cents in instead of just like listening i Mm -hmm. feel like you never get the full story or the full person almost because you're just cutting them down shutting them down with your own views because it can i mean it can be about anything in reality and then my second one was they're full of grace and forgiveness they don't hold grudges petty immature like stay bitter for a long period of time i feel like we've definitely been petty towards each other but that was like years ago yeah pretty basic i was listening to like one of their episodes today they were talking about like how subtweeting is petty Mm -hmm. but like we've all done it so i think every like friendship relationship whatever has its time Mm -hmm. it's also just part of like growing up in like middle school and even probably early high school yeah friendships might be real but they're not adult like lifelong friendships per se yeah i feel like you like like you're not looking for friends it's just kind of like who you have classes with or who's around like that's automatically your friend group Mm -hmm. whereas now it's like you're you kind of get a choice to like who you surround yourself with as you get older you get more of a say yeah and you have to make more conscious efforts in order like to find those people yeah because that's when we got out of high school is when i 
kind of decided that or kind of realized that i'm the i get to choose who's in my life exactly just like they don't people don't have to be in your life you allow them to be so like growing up in the school like whatever school system you're in you're kind of forced forced to be with those people whether you're friends or not you're either gonna have friends you're gonna have enemies and which one would you rather have friends so you kind of just put up with whatever whether they're petty you're petty but now it's kind of like if you're looking for a lifelong adult friendship mm-hmm. there's not really room to be petty and bitter all the time yeah you're just not going to stick around there's going to be no glue that really holds yeah, you there no. the next one is they are encouraging the examples that i thought of were they're happy for you and not jealous of your successes mm-hmm. so when you succeed they encourage you or they're happy for you instead of yeah take it on themselves like oh but my situation sucks like this or I didn't get that opportunity and they're almost like mad at you for succeeding I almost feel like I was kind of like that like in middle school and high school but like as I've gotten older like I hit a goal or like something I would want them to be like happy for me I wouldn't want them to be like jealous because like it's not a competition yeah you shouldn't have to hide your successes because I've definitely felt that in the past where it's like oh I almost don't want to tell certain people Mm -hmm. because they're going to take it almost as a negative thing. Like, when you made the cheer team in seventh grade, like you didn't want to tell them because mm-hmm. that, like, like... Oh, I'm not your friend anymore. Yeah, like, which oh, is what? so... I've been wanting this, and then, exactly. then now I got it, and now you're saying you're not going to be my friend because I'm a cheerleader? Okay. And, like, what goes along with that is that good friends, like, do what they can to help you grow and, like, help you get yeah to that place because when i didn't make it she was like oh i'm like kind of happy you didn't make it and i was sad like you happy i'm sad girl (laughs) what how does this make sense i will never forget that day i was like in shock you just said what i think it's really important even if your friend or whatever like you guys are working towards the same thing Mm -hmm. it's still important to help them like get what they want and one picture i actually saw on someone's instagram story i don't remember who i saw but it was i saw it today it said have the type of friends that when they're in a room full of opportunities they think of you yeah so like they think to bring up like if i was in a room of producers and agents Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be talking about myself because i don't need that kind of success but i could bring up your name like oh my friend just started a youtube channel and Mm -hmm. she's into this this and this it's like you have to find those friends that are gonna promote you. Yeah, build you up. Yeah. Not want to, like, climb above you. Almost. Exactly. We're gonna go up together. <laughs> and then what goes into that is holds you accountable. So they're not afraid to tell you, like, what you need to hear, even the hard stuff. And they, like, keep it real with you. So if you're doing something messed up, they won't tell you. I feel like I've never really done anything messed up. Yeah, in situations, they're going to give you their honest opinion or if you're asking for advice. I mean, I feel like maybe I haven't had as many opportunities to do that for you, but you've definitely done that to me. I mean, yeah. I feel like not recently, but yeah, Not recently. We've been (laughs) gliding along. We've been good for the last little bit. (laughs) But I mean, definitely in years past. Yeah. You might not have brought it up, but when I've when i've brought it Mm -hmm. up you weren't gonna like sugarcoat it you're like all right yeah like there's an issue kind of thing yeah i guess so my next one is good friends or good people have a positive outlook on life so that doesn't mean that they never have any bad days or they don't get like down in the dump sometimes because I feel like if you just have a negative outlook on life, you're not even enjoyable to be around. If you're just negative all the time. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. We both have gone through difficult situations mm-hmm. and everyone feels sad sometimes, but their presence like shouldn't drain drain you. Like I've definitely met people where I've like spent time with them and I'm just drained afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like it was so hard to like just keep up the conversation or like... Yeah. Because I'm the type of person that if you keep saying negative stuff, I'm either, like, going to feel really awkward and not say anything or, or try to, like, like switch their, trying to switch exactly. their mindset. And if that's just, like, if you're, like, always trying to, like, persuade them to be positive, it's just, like, bro, like, I don't even want to do it anymore. Like, you have to put work into a friendship, but it shouldn't be like a, a full-time a job. Yeah. yeah. And I've definitely, like, met people in college, like, going out and, like, just in the dorms and stuff. And, like, where big groups will end up congregating, like, friend groups will come together to go out and... There's just some people that I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Can we please see the light? Like, 
everything's wrong. Like, their shirt's wrong. Their pants are wrong. They don't want to go. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. And I'm just like, Lord. Put your happy cap on and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not saying that we're always positive, but I feel like even when we're down, we use sarcasm. Oh my God, yes. To like, just like breeze over it. Yeah. Which isn't like necessarily yeah, a good thing, thing, but at least we're not like sitting here crying. Yeah. And like when one of us is crying... Like, we'll talk about it. We have both cried. Girl! Yeah, what do you mean? When was the last time I cried? When you FaceTimed me and you oh. were reading me the messages. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Okay. I was thinking here. I was like, when was the last time I cried here? No, but like... And so, yeah, in serious situations like that. Yeah. We can be serious, but I feel like... If just something dumb's going on, we're like, oh, God. Yeah, like the past couple weeks. Like, Literally, like- we've said, oh, these men, like a thousand times. <laughs> these boys (laughs) yeah these boys yeah so have a positive like overall outlook on life but i guess that can kind of lead into but you can also be vulnerable like i tell you when something's wrong open up yeah Yeah. and like you can just sense when someone's energy's off yeah like for sure when we were at our friend's house the other night and we knew something was wrong Mm mm-hmm we could just sense by her energy yeah, that she like, was giving off. why are you down? What we down? can just sense, like, when something's up. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what a good friend will do is, like, they'll ask you. It's not just sit in that awkwardness of, like... Yeah, oh, mm. she's sad. I ain't gonna help her. Yeah, like, it's what? like, okay, like, be vulnerable. Talk to us, please. Like, yeah. I'm begging you to talk to me. A friendship should be reciprocal. So, like, an even and fair combination of give and take. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't mean it's 50-50 all the time. Because in life, that's not how, like, we're not both going to be happy at the same time and sad at the same time. Like, sometimes it's going to be 60-40, 80-20, whatever. Both sides' needs are always getting met. Mm -hmm. Like, if you were always there for me and then I was never there for you. Or if you were always making plans with me but I was never making plans for you. Yeah, we've definitely had some run-ins like that. And at, at that point, like, if you're just giving, giving, giving and they're just taking, it's, like, draining yeah what more can i give you for you to give me a sliver of something yeah like why don't why aren't you giving me what i'm giving you like why why am i not being repaid yeah like why am i putting in so much effort and like it you don't even care yeah that's like sometimes some people are like do like oh like i'm not gonna text you and i'm gonna see if you like want to hang out with me because i've definitely had that where it's like i'm always the one initiating the plans so like let me just see what happens if i don't a little bit and like see what goes on and in, in those situations, you can really see, like, who's your true friend and, exactly. like, who really wants to be around you or if they're just being around you to be busy almost. Well, and that goes into the next one. I titled it, They Are Reliable, but not just reliable as, like, you know they're going to show up. It's mm-hmm. reliable as in they don't just, like, pop in and out of your life when it's convenient for them or they don't, like, ditch you when they find other plans mm-hmm. or better plans with other like people that. it's like a good friend would invite like if other plans come up like, more oh, fun plans we, a bit, we yeah could go do this but i knew i know we have plans so like if it's but they cool, invite like, you yeah. at least invite you it's not like, like oh sorry bye yeah or oh i can't make it tonight and then you see them out exactly like, girl what you mean you couldn't make it here you made it there <laughs> just fine yeah like and even if you wouldn't go it's just like the invite yeah. to at least for them to show that they know that you had plans and like things they know that they're the ones canceling it like at least acknowledge it the last one i have is they invite you to all types of adventures so i've heard a lot about like there's different type of friends for different things like you have your going out friends you have your church friends you have your study friends you like all those types Mm -hmm. of things and i mean that's fine because that is like not everyone in life is going to be your best friend and do everything yeah but for like a good good, like lifelong friendship one that's going to last past the time you have classes together or live in the same area or whatever it's ones that like let's go on a hike one day Mm -hmm. let's go grab lunch another day and let's go party on saturday like you can do all forms of life with them like we've all been on vacations together but we also can just sit and paint a table. Exactly. And we also can go get out and drink, go out and drink. Like we invite each other along with all the aspects of our lives. Yeah, like the boring stuff and the adventurous yeah. stuff. Like we don't have to be like, because I've definitely had friends in college where it's just if we're not going out or if guys aren't going to be there, or alcohol isn't going to be involved. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hang out. Yeah. It's like, why would I even text them and yeah. invite them? Like it's almost weird. Like they're just your party friends. Yeah. 
which is like fine to have yeah. i definitely think most people have those type of friends but we're talking quality here <laughs> are they good quality friends probably not i like i said when we got out of high school i like kind of decided who i wanted to be friends with and who i didn't want to be friends with and i like knew why i didn't want to be friends with them like they either like talk behind my back or like when i'm with them they talk about their other friends so i'm like if you're over here talking about all your other friends what are you saying what about are you me? saying about me to those friends so that's i mean we're gonna talk about, about red flags but that's a quality that like kind of pushes me away right just because it's like are you even a trustworthy person because i feel like trust and communication like just like a romantic relationship it's like the same for a friendship you still need trust and communication like, that's what every re- like relationship no matter what yeah it is, what type is it is on so i just feel like if you want to try and be a better friend don't do what you don't like about other people so if you don't That's like true. people talking crap about you when you like get yourself talking crap about other people like catch yourself and be like oh like i'm doing exactly why i don't like that person like you know what i mean yeah i've done that too i mean like and like talking crap and like venting i feel like are two different things when something happens to you that needs to be talked about that's mm-hmm. one thing but when you're just like oh did you see her she looked like she gained weight or mm-hmm. oh did you see her, what she was wearing yeah. it's like that's like gossip gossip isn't conversation no. like we talked about this the other day gossip and complaints like they're not conversation it's literally just words that take up space like there's yeah. adding no value it's not constructive at all but another i guess a like, kind of red flag for friendships is because i said like lets you be vulnerable and you can like be vulnerable around mm-hmm. them and if it feels like, okay, if you've only known the person for a week, yeah, you're probably not going to tell them your entire life story or like even a month. Like it could take a while depending on like the situation. But if you've been around this person for a while and it still feels just like weird, like you wouldn't go to them when something happens to you. Mm-hmm. Or like they would judge you or something. Yeah. Like if you don't feel comfortable, I feel like that's a good sign that maybe they are just your going out friends. Mm-hmm. Friendships, romantic relationships, and family relationships are all very different. So right. a friendship relationship, I feel like it's very important where you can go there and not have them be biased towards you. Like give me constructive criticism. Don't judge me, but like be there and like listen because there's some things you don't talk about with friends with your family with your family exactly and there's some things you don't necessarily i mean talk about with friends or like even like your boyfriend you know yeah what I mean? like, like there's some advice. things that's strictly mom stuff yeah you have to have different people for different problems but no matter what you shouldn't feel judged for having that vulnerability mm-hmm. and like your weak spots because we all have and we all have our insecurities and yeah are down moments and if you're having to paste on a happy face when you're going through a down moment or in a lull with your life so unhealthy like, yeah oh. you need to be able to like let that mask down you're, like suppressing it, your emotions yeah because like i've definitely had friends where if i'm not in like a really super good mood i just wouldn't go out with them because i just feel felt like i would be judged or th- it would just be awkward mm-hmm. if i went out with them when i was in that mood because it's not my normal self i guess mm-hmm. so we're gonna move on to characteristics of a good relationship so this is like a romantic relationship can be with whomever but talking more more than friends yeah. uh the first one i have is it is romantic because i know a really common phrase is like oh you marry your best friend but it shouldn't feel like you're marrying a friend mm-hmm. like there has to be some type of more romance yeah. than you feel with a friend I mean, they could be your best friend, yeah. but there has to be some romantic connection there because then... Like, if I you're feeling like, the same connection as you are to your, like, other best friends, like, that's... You probably shouldn't be getting married. Yeah. Why aren't you marrying the other best friend? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. What? Like, what's the difference? Yeah. And I've had a friend talk to me about how her relationship is hard because it almost feels like they're, like, siblings, like, brother-sister kind of, like, bickering and, like, conversation. It's, like the romance is gone Mm -hmm. which is just like so sad to me because in a good relationship that romance should be there and and sometimes it's not like sometimes there's times where it's like you're in a lull or like yeah arguing like you're like you know what i mean but it shouldn't be like months go by yeah where you just feel like oh when was the last time i've been romantically like attracted to you the next one is communication the biggest other than trust yeah the biggest aspect of a romantic relationship if you ain't got that you ain't got a relationship i know i literally underneath communication i wrote need i say more like <laughs> if you cannot communicate efficiently if they are good communicators that is something you need to look for 
Yeah. If conversation flows, if you're able to just talk about what's going on in daily life, the world, like you can express your views, you can talk about the past, the present, the future, all of that. It's just literally, yeah, literally just anything like deep stuff, but also like surface level stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like just and respecting each other's like communication standards and just honestly filling each other in, I feel like. Yeah. Keeping each other updated. Yeah, and there's definitely people that don't know how to do that, but that's fine because they got room to make progress, right? (laughs) I feel like I've always been a decent communicator. Like, I almost feel like I over-communicate sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think I think about it a lot. I kind of struggle with actually, like, speaking up for what I want. Mm -hmm. So, in the back of my mind, I think a lot about, like, wow, this person sucks at communication or, like, is this person going to be good at communication? And and sometimes I don't always look at myself as, like, am I reciprocating what I want to be given to me? Because sometimes if they're not giving it to me first, that's where I struggle. And I'm like, well, then I'm not going to, like... Exactly. If they're not telling me everything they're doing, why bother me telling them? And then we just kind of hit a wall and it's I feel like dead I be like that too like it's kind of like a tick for tat like if yeah you do this and i'm not gonna which also is not healthy. it just turns into a game almost yeah. and we ain't out here to play games no no definitely look for communication and not only about the important stuff but literally if the conversation just flows like i think that's a good way to tell if a connection is gonna form or has formed whatever yeah. next thing i wrote is it's a good it's a good sign in a relationship if vulnerability is seen as a strength and not a weakness. So when you talk about things that you're insecure about or past experiences that you might be vulnerable about or whatever, that's seen as like, oh, wow, she's opening up to me. He's opening up to me. And it's seen as, a, wow, you actually trust me instead of judging or... And using I, that against you. Yeah, I feel like that's very hard for men to do. Yeah. Because they almost view it as a negative thing, like when they open up, like, oh, I don't want to be a puss. Yeah, I don't want to be a simp. Like, I almost feel like it's more attractive if you, like, have, own up to the stuff yeah, that's like, happened have the to confidence you. To just, like, talk about your shit. Because uh, I definitely see it as a strength. And I think that's where and a I lot feel like of. That's really how, how you get to know someone. Yeah, like, exactly. Not that only the bad things define you as a person, like, the good things do. But a lot of, like, how you grow is from the bad things. One way I struggle with that is sometimes with vulnerability, I see it as, like, oh, now they have something to hold over my head. I mean, it's not, (laughs) I feel like we've said this a lot, like, it's not a good thing. I just feel like a lot of people think that the same way, like, oh, now they know this about me. And it's almost seen as that weakness. Whereas if you're in a good relationship, it should be seen as okay, how can we move past it? Or how can we make this time different? Like that kind of stuff. The next one is in a good relationship, they are able to, there are compromises. You're both able to compromise and you don't see it as you're weak or giving in. Neither party needs to give in and to what the other one wants, but forming a compromise. I think that's something I struggle with a lot is that I will give and I will change everything. Yeah. Like if you like, you know what I mean? You don't meet halfway. No, I like You meet for them. You go for them. And that's very bad. Both have to be willing to give. I almost feel like that goes with like effort. Like if you're, if giving is like equivalent to effort, if if that person's not giving you or putting in yeah. effort why are you giving 100 effort and they're giving zero exactly they should be 50 50 like when situations arise and one person wants to do one thing and one po- person wants to do another mm-hmm. you need to find like okay maybe we do this this time because it only happens once a year and we go do that next time because it happens every month figuring out those plans and knowing what's important to each other your yeah your significant other so you know like where the compromise is yeah. fair because just because it's not important to you doesn't mean it's not important to them. Yeah. So you I like that. and I almost feel like if you if it is like your significant other, if it's important to them, it should be somewhat important to you. I don't know why this example comes to mind. I think it's because it's on an episode of Friends TBH. Like, but if you have plans to hang out one Saturday and then they get tickets to go see their favorite sports team play you you have to like compromise i feel like it's not giving in by saying okay you can go to this game i think girls sometimes think it's like oh he's if he if i let him do that this time it means i'm not important he thinks he's going to be able to do it every time Mm -hmm. when in reality it's like this is kind of a once in a blue moon situation whereas 
Where you come over Sunday. Yeah, or if if that were to happen to you, you'd want to go. And you wouldn't be necessarily ditching him. But, like, that's something that came up. And if it's super important to you and you want to go do that, he should be okay with it or she should be okay with it. Because you have to be able to balance all your relationships. You can't just become only about each other. I mean, each other should be the top priority. But if the world is only revolving around that one specific relationship, everyone else around you is just going to fall. And then you're not going to have any friends. Exactly. Um, the next one I have is it's okay to fight. Disagreements are like bound to happen in any friendship, relationship, family, like disagreements happen. We're all different people. We all have different views. Even if you have the same view, sometimes that can create more disagreements. Mm -hmm. Like it happens, but a healthy relationship will be able to communicate. There's that word again, (laughs) communicate through the arguments and bounce back quickly. And like the research I was doing was saying that people in like, not perfect, but good healthy relationships it doesn't mean they never fight or never have disagreements it's how they're able to work through it and then bounce back it doesn't cause fights three months down the road they're bringing the same thing up I mean everyone's different like if there's a problem some people do need to walk away for a little bit some people want to address it right then but I think it is important to address it at some point and not let it go on for so long and not even just leave it like neutral like really feel like you actually worked through it because if you didn't chances are it's going to create a fight in the future because it's it's just always going to be sitting on the bench like it's going to be waiting for its moment to come and strike again yeah and then you're gonna be like why are we fighting over the same stuff because you haven't reached a conclusion exactly and that's when like compromise also comes in it's top priority like make sure you guys are on the same page put like like we've said just put yourself in the other person's shoes stand your ground too But you also, you can't just be, like, selfish. Like, you need to come together to make it overcome the problem or the disagreement, whatever it may be. And you also have to know, like, when to stand up and say something. Because if something bothers you or you have a disagreement and, like, they don't even know or they do know but nothing's ever said so it's kind of just like this awkward like elephant in the room so you have to be able to stand up for what's going through your head and that because that's the only way it's going to get worked on if you're waiting for them to say something about it chances are they're not even thinking about it. yeah and then you're just get like sitting there getting more and more mad yeah when they don't even like know why you're mad or in the the what we said podcast with their husbands they were saying that like they like it when like Leif likes it when JC's like oh I don't like this because he doesn't know she doesn't like it if she doesn't say it he can't read her mind so you can't act like they can like your significant other can can read your mind and like they always say like do not set expectations because chances are you'll be let down because they don't think the same way that you do like if you expect something from them chances are they don't like think about it you know what I mean yeah like they're focused on other things whereas if you are wanting something from them you need to let them know so they know hey I should be doing this because in a good relationship they'll want to make it work they'll want to like know what's upsetting you or what they can do better all right the next one is do not compare so do not compare a guy to a past guy or be like oh all guys are the same do not compare yourself to past people that the other has been with and don't compare your relationship to somebody else's relationship because that ain't good do not let the past get in the way because every relationship is so different like oh these people are always happy and they went out and did this okay that's not your relationship closed doors either yeah with social media it's kind of hard to oh everyone only posts the positive stuff oh yeah it's their happy so yeah the happy reel that's cute saying you're not arguing in out in public in front of people posting it on your instagram story yeah like, got oh, an argument today like what <laughs> everybody has issues and you're gonna it's inevitable to argue like you said right especially in a romantic relationship if you're with each other every single day you're not in, gonna agree on 100 percent of things so. right there's gonna be little blips in the road yeah and then also it is so important not to judge someone based off of someone else like if you've been fucked over in the past do not just put that on on the present person that's in front of you because that's fucking annoying thank you <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED talk and that's the tea sis if you don't want us okay this is specifically like girl guy whatever if you don't want us girls saying, oh, all guys are the same and you're not different, don't be coming out like, oh, well, this girl did this or I want a girl like this or all you girls are crazy. It's like it goes both ways, dude. Mm-hmm. 
Like, don't, we won't stereotype you if you don't stereotype us. And I feel like the stereotypes almost doom it before it even begins. Like, it's already failing before it even begins. Yeah. If you're putting false personas on someone. They already have those expectations, yeah. so that's what they look for. It's like, if they think all girls are crazy, then they're gonna look for the crazy. Yeah. If we think all guys are douchebags, we're gonna see the douchebag. Yeah, exactly. It's just important not every nobody's like you so then nobody's like a person that you have in your past or a person you have in your present so don't put false personas on someone unless they have shown you if you have reason to believe that yeah about them, that's what i was just about to that say makes, that's different but if they have done nothing to you to make you think this way and you just say oh well this person did this to me so this person's going to which is like yeah, you don't that's you don't such a negative outlook to so, have yeah so don't put situations that haven't even happened yet on a person before they even happen because you don't even know if it's going to happen you're just at like and chances are if you're putting energy like manifesting it basically it's yeah. gonna happen it's like trying to predict the weather literally like oh three days ago it rained so that means it's obviously going to today but, but then it's sunny yeah so it's like you can't yeah just go off the past and i mean we're gonna get into red flags later and i think if you're seeing those like if you were in a toxic relationship and then you're seeing qualities that are the same that's one thing, but if you're just automatically thinking before you even get into the relationship that, oh, these toxic qualities are in everyone, then, then you're why never are you, gonna why find are you even trying? Yeah, you're never going to find anybody. The next one I have is knowing your love language and theirs. So, I don't know if you know what love languages are. There's five love languages. I will list them off for people that don't know. It's words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So some people will really, really appreciate if you are buying them flowers and chocolates and rings and everything under the sun, whereas other people, that will have absolutely zero effect on them. But if you say things like you're beautiful and I love you and I love spending time with you, that will fulfill them in the same way that it might fulfill someone else that wants gifts. I feel like I basically, my love, love language is all of those except the gift one. I mean, obviously, I like receiving gifts. Yeah. But if you just get me gifts, that's not going to make me like you. Exactly. Like, objects aren't going to, like, change my feelings for you. Really, but I definitely think quality time for me is a huge yeah. one. Like, if we're together i like want it's not like i don't want to spend time with you because then we wouldn't be together but like quality time just like one-on-one -on -one time is really important for me at least positive one-on-one -on -one time not yeah quality time is like not just sitting, sitting there, there and, yeah exactly it's not just being in the same room it's like intentionally spending time together yeah that's probably my second one my first one i think that describes me the most is physical touch hold my hand hug me in part like in front of people uh, or just even like by ourselves i don't that's how i receive love and affection is when i'm physically like i mean i feel like i'm more so that now like i love cuddling and stuff like mm -hmm. that but w when we were younger you wouldn't I even hated be being sit next to freaking people i didn't i did not like being close to people and it's very weird i don't know why i think my least one would be probably acts of service you washing the dishes or vacuuming or mowing my lawn maybe that'll come in with age mm -hmm. but as of right now just like doing i'm a very like i like to do things for myself so doing something for me almost like annoys me <laughs> more than it really? shows that you like me yeah well i just feel like that's how i show love though yeah so do i because so with the love languages you receive you don't necessarily receive the same way you give mm -hmm. so that's why it's so important to know how you want to receive love and then it's also important to know how the other person receives it because then you know how to give it the way that i like show my affection is by like not necessarily gifts but like let me buy this for us or let me mm -hmm. do this for you i definitely feel like service is big for me but one of my negative qualities is if i'm giving and i'm do like i'm doing your laundry and i'm like picking up after you and like just doing day-to-day -day things for you and not that you have to notice but if you're not giving me any of those things in return or if i'm like asking you to do something and i have to ask you like seven times to do it i don't want to do it for you anymore yeah like if you're not giving me like something or if back, it's expected exactly 
like oh it's expected that i pick up your bowl after you eat cereal yeah like, it's like, no, no let honey. me do it because i want to for yeah. you i mean it means something to me like words of affirmation like saying like i love you you're beautiful like, i love spending time with you like those kind of things it's like good but there's so much like words are just words no actions mean everything yeah People can say one thing and then their action is the complete opposite. Exactly. We're experiencing this right now. <laughs> so I just feel like words of affirmation are nice, but they're definitely not the best way to show love, at least to me. Yeah. Because honestly, I just, I honestly don't like being complimented. So when someone compliments me, I'm like, really? You really saying I'm cute? Like, come on. How you many people I mean? are you saying that to? Yeah. That's how what my mind goes to. Or do you actually think that or do you just think you need to say that? Yeah. Whereas, like, physical touch or, like, quality time, like, those kind of things. It's like, you're like, showing me. Yeah. Instead of just Or doing, like, the me. service thing. You're showing me that you care for me. You're not just saying it because words truly don't mean anything. So, if someone's saying one thing and doing another, take their action as fact. Don't take their word as fact, even if it hurts your feelings. It's just the truth. It, people lie all the time. So, in yeah. actions like the saying actions do speak louder than words exactly and i've definitely gotten to learn that the older i've gotten yes i've seen it multiple multiple times the next one i have is humility so that's kind of like being able to take the blame not necessarily like taking the blame if you didn't even do it like always taking the blame like Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that's a perfect relationship but being able to own up to when you do something or accepting that like your way might not be the best way Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be like major things like oh you want seven kids and this person only wants two and you're like no my way is the best it's like even little things like Like, the best road to take Mm -hmm. like you can't just be so set in your ways that well this is the way I've always done it it's like no you're coming together with another person so you're seeing another viewpoint I almost feel like I kind of have a hard time with that just because I feel like my way is the best way, but it's not stubborn. always. It's, yeah. yeah, I'm very, yeah, the Taurus in me, I'm very stubborn. But when I'm, like, wrong in a situation that has gone down, I can definitely be like, okay, I understand, like, where you're coming from. Yes, I'm the first one to admit when I do something yeah. wrong. So I can apologize then. It's almost like, like, I don't have a big ego, but it's almost like, dang, I was wrong? Fuck. I'm like, no, that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, but definitely if I am wrong, I can, I acknowledge it i don't want to acknowledge it but i right. do acknowledge it i'm not gonna let it cause more fights especially when i realize i'm wrong i'm not gonna like keep trying to prove how i'm right yeah like if i'm wrong okay i'm wrong and we'll deal with it the next one is gratitude it can be as simple as just saying thank you when someone does something but also just like showing your thanks or not even just like the other person but grateful f- like if they're showing that they're grateful for life in general if they're constantly talking about what they don't have or what they need or what they want, it's like that can be a kind of discerning and I don't know if they're thankful energy. for, yeah, if they're thankful for the life that they're living, it doesn't mean you don't have desires and you want to grow, but if they're able to like wake up and be thankful for the life they're living, I think that's a really good sign. And I've definitely, like, I've tried to change. I don't think growing up I really realized how much of a blessing it was to wake up every day. But now I'm just like, I'm so thankful to just have another day. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because you can die at any moment. Be careful about who you're spending your time with. Because you don't want to waste it. Yeah. The next one is tenacity. It's the ability to stick it out and never give up to keep going when things are tough. Okay. Take this with a grain of salt. Do not stick it out when they're showing, like... 10 red flags if you're just on complete different don't make things work when they're clearly not working don't stay in a relationship too long when it's not working but if you're in a fight or a situation comes up see if you can work it yeah out. or if something detrimental happens in this person's life and they're down in the dumps for an extended period of time you stick that out yeah and you still help them grow and you just like make it work because at that point that's when they need you the most yeah you don't give up when things get tough or when things change i feel like that's the biggest thing just because something's changing in either of your lives or in the relationship in general that's not oh things are changing they're not exactly the same as how they started peace out you should be able to grow and change even if it doesn't sound inviting fun and welcoming that's something i feel like we're both do not like change So I think that's something that I struggle with. I feel like sometimes I almost get in a rut where, like, things are too, like, repeated. Mm -hmm. Whereas it does need to, like... But I get very comfortable 
Yeah, because things, for it, me, things almost feel wrong when they're changing. Yeah. It's like, what was wrong with how it is? Yeah. Why do we need to change? But I, it's a good, it's definitely good for change. Like, it's very healthy to step out of your comfort zone and, like, do different things, you know? Sometimes change, like, changes the relationship for the better. It's not always negative. Exactly. But it might seem negative at first because it's unfamiliar, but mm-hmm. so many, like, great things could come out essentially like meeting new people or meeting this person that you're in this relationship with like that like getting in the relationship that was a change yeah and it might be scary at first but like it can always come about better or even breaking up it's like that can be scary because that's a huge life change as well I guess just all in all like not being afraid of change and then the last good characteristic I have is looking for someone that's assertive not like okay assertive and aggressive are very different but if they're they go for what they want like they're passionate about things so i'm not saying like you turn this guy down 12 times and he's still like blowing up your phone like, like that's, that ain't, that's that ain't it <laughs> but they know they want you so they're willing to like work wait or work for it yeah or you say they need to change something and they'll or they say you need to change something and you're willing to do that mm-hmm. it's but not something you. big yeah like, don't change who you are as a person right. for somebody but it's just living your life with passion like yeah. knowing what you want and you're gonna do what you need to do yeah, to get and, what you want yeah and aggressiveness yeah know? aggressive is the opposite of what we yeah. want so before we get into the red flags i did a little research on why people ignore red flags and i'm intrigued to hear this So even though they might be seeing red flags or everyone's telling them that there are red flags, they're still ignoring them, looking away from them. So the first one is that they're caught up in wishful thinking. You might have a fantasy of what they have been even in the past. So when the relationship first started or you have wishful thinking, like when you're first getting into a relationship and you have wishful thinking of where it could go. Like this could be my future husband or we could have kids together, like, that kind of stuff, or all the fun things we could do, like, just any type of, like, fantasy almost. Some people get, their heads get so attached to that fantasy that they're completely missing what is actually happening. Like, the reality is gone, and it's, they're trying to live that fantasy. Like, they're almost, in some situations, like, hoping that person will change. Yeah, you can't expect that, especially going into a relationship. exactly, they're not gonna change for you. The only time people change is for themselves. Like, if you're looking for a relationship, you shouldn't be looking for a project. No. Because that never ends up, No. it's not gonna turn out how you want. Like, very few times it's gonna turn out that this person becomes prince charming yeah and they said on the what we said podcast never like go into a relationship or a a marriage hoping the person will change if you're not okay with who they are right now then chances are you shouldn't be together yeah because they're probably never gonna change exactly like so why are you even wasting your time and it's not that they're a bad person just maybe they're They're not not meant for for you you. yeah like because someone else maybe that is their fantasy the life that they're living but if what you guys are both bringing to the table isn't aligning to what you want get out yeah don't just like hope that they figure it out one day or stick around when there's no changes being made and especially if you communicate like concerns and they acknowledge them but then do nothing for you they'll say they're gonna change and then exactly it brings back to words words. don't mean anything actions are so much louder than words another one this reminded me of you a lot oh jesus (laughs) just the fact that like people don't like being wrong yeah and they don't like admitting failure so if you're with someone and people are telling you that they're not the one or that you shouldn't do this or this and you're like shoot i'm already in this relationship or i see the good i can't be wrong about him Mm -hmm. or her whatever i can't be wrong about this person i'm right yeah they don't see the good stuff they don't see what i see and it's like i mean maybe they don't but you're not seeing what they're seeing at the same time yeah you're kind of like almost blinded yeah and i'm not saying anyone like no one knows as much about your relationship as you do personally Mm -hmm. so i'm not saying that you should only like listen to what other people are telling you to do because if you're anything like me it's going to make you want to do the complete opposite but it's just you almost don't want a relationship to end because you feel like you're failing even if it's not anything you did but admitting that like it's almost like admitting a failure like you lost basically for me i try and look at it as like a learning lesson yeah i try not to just like look at it as a failure like now i'm like 
not necessarily on to the next, but now once you get out of a long relationship, now it's time for you to figure out you. And I feel like that's super important for people, especially if you, like, get in a relationship, like, super young. Like, chances are you don't even know who you are without that person. So you're probably extremely scared to not have that person in your life, but you're going to be fine. Yeah, you're scared to get out of your comfort zone. But But that's also why you stay in relationships. Like, I'm not saying that, like, you feel like now you feel like a failure, but the failure of almost not making it work, I guess. What could I have done more or better to make this person the person that I thought they were. That's what I struggle with. But everyone makes their own decisions and that took me a long time to realize, but I've been in a relationship where they were changing and I wasn't liking the changes that they were making. Same. And I put it on myself as a what what have I done to make them want to be like that? When in reality, every person is their own person and you can't take their changes or their fail, failures as your own because like, in reality, they're probably not even thinking about you as they're making these changes. Yeah, like my high school relationship he was definitely changing and it wasn't I feel like mess- we were going through the same thing at like the, the same, same time, time. yeah they and it wasn't even like they were changing for the better their lifestyle was completely changing to the opposite of what we had met yeah and it, it w- it's just not our vibe what they were doing i think it's hard to admit like a lot of people say it, it's it's not you it's me but at that point it's not me it's you like and that's fine like even if like someone were to break up with you when they say it's not me it's not me it is you that's fine because your lifestyles just don't line up anymore it means you're not a forever person and that's okay and you see as if you're changing for the better and they're not liking that then screw them and it doesn't matter what age you are like yeah we were pretty young when we were experiencing this but you could be 60 years old and your views are no longer lining up don't feel like you need to change your views you don't have to necessarily you just don't have to put up with it Mm-hmm. Like, you can accept it and move on. Like, say, all right, you do you. Like, no judgment, no hard feelings, but that's a lifestyle you want to live, not how I want to live. Those are views you hold, not ones I hold. Yeah. And I just think it's important to remember that not everything's going to work out. Exactly. Like, and it's not a failure just because something ends or something changes. Yeah. It can be good. I, yeah, I'm a big proponent of everything happens for a reason. For Will sure. we ever know that reason? Probably not, but... I think people are put in our lives for a reason and taken out of our lives for a reason. Yeah, for sure. And, and sometimes you just outgrow people. Like some people aren't lifelong. Some some people are in for a season and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You needed that person then for some reason. Like we yeah. might not ever know, but you needed that person at that time. Yeah. And then the last one I have is we don't always trust ourselves or our gut. So a lot of people are insecure with themselves or their relationships or... Maybe they have been burned in the past, so they don't necessarily trust their instincts with things. Mm -hmm. And so they might ignore red flags because, like, if something's happening and they think, oh, I'm just overthinking this or, oh, it's not actually that bad. Like, I'm just making a bigger deal of it than I should be. It's like we don't trust ourselves and what our bodies are, what our minds are telling us. Some people really do read into their gut feeling a lot. But then others are like, oh, am I just, like, overthinking it? When, in reality, usually your first thought is correct. Usually. Not always. Yeah. Sometimes But trust your gut wrong. comes from a reason. Like, yes. that phrase wasn't made up out so, of nowhere. Yeah. There's definitely, like, evidence behind it. And there's sometimes where I, where I have, like, got this gut feeling and I'm like, oh, I'm just, like, getting anxiety or, like, I'm getting nervous about it. And then, like, it actually happens and I'm like, Really? I should have listened to myself. Not everyone. Like, I feel like some people can be very oblivious. But for me as a person, I feel like I can really, not like read into situations, but like read situations somewhat well. Yeah. My first thoughts, like they might not always be exactly right, but I feel like normally the vibe I'm getting is the vibe I need to feel out rather than like try to see the good. Because I feel like we try to see the good in a lot. So now the juicy stuff, the red flags. All you people out there. Get your pen and paper out. Make this into a checklist. If you are looking for a person and you're sensing something or you're not sensing something and you just need to go through this checklist and if they are checking off multiple of the boxes, these are red flags. So wave your white flag, surrender, and say peace the fuck out. Yeah. That's all I got to say. If there are one red flag I feel like can be dealt with depending on the intensity of the red flag, but if there are multiple, they're called red flags for a reason yeah danger danger get out (laughs) move out the way 
So the first one, the cell phone is the third wheel or you feel like you're a third wheel to the cell phone. I fucking hate the cell phone. I hate it. Put it away. Put it away. If you're with me, this is where quality time comes in. Exactly. If you're sitting there on your phone, that's not quality time. No. If you are at home by yourself and you want to be scrolling on Instagram and TikTok, go ahead. But if you are with me and we're spending time together. And it's not like you can't get on your phone. Like, if you get a text, cool. If you get a call, cool. If you want to check Instagram real quick or, like, show me something, dope. But if you're sitting on your phone, like, let's say we're sitting in the living room watching TV and you're on your phone for 30 minutes straight. I'm Without just like, looking up. What am I even doing here? Like, why? Why'd you invite me? Yeah, like, why? Like, this is like boring to me. Yeah. Like, okay, like, so Kaylee and I, when we spend the night, she ends her night with TikTok. And I don't take offense to that. She's whatever. Yeah, like, I definitely or, end it with TikTok. Yes. Or if we're just like literally sitting and we're on our phones, I don't know. I feel like it's a little different, but. If you okay, because that's because Kaylee and I hang out like basically every day now. Yeah, like recently. it's. But I feel like when we were only spending once a week, twice a week together, we wouldn't be. On we our would phones not be on all. our phones unless like, we were relaying information or texting our significant others. I guess. Or, but like, yeah. and if you're, because this has happened to me, if you're in a mid conversation and someone whips their phone out and just starts getting on Twitter, how fucking rude are you? Like, is that really like, more interesting? Because like, I, I take that. As that's more interesting exactly. than whatever how I have to say. <laughs> how insignificant am I to you that you don't, don't even care what I have to say? It's just disrespectful. If I we're feel both like. just sitting on our phones, yeah. okay, that's one thing. But if if I'm trying to have a conversation with you, you're trying to have a conversation with me, and I'm just sitting on my phone. And that's like, mm-hmm. that's yeah, the yeah, opposite of active you. listening, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, know the difference between privacy and secrecy. So it's fine if someone has a private life or like things that they don't always open up about. But if they're like keeping their past or things going on in the present a secret mm-hmm. rather than private, that's a red flag. So if they're giving vague responses or answers to something or they're like reluctant to open up about certain topics like you kind of have to of course it depends on the topic and if they're keeping you a secret oh no 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 like it's one thing I don't post with every guy I'm interested in or even my all my friends because I don't necessarily feel the need to show off everything I'm doing exactly I don't need everyone to know every step of my life I'm I would consider myself a decently private person i mean i get on instagram but i'm not like sharing my life i'm like posting selfies i definitely feel like keeping like certain things private to yourself is good if you're but if you're like hiding something there's a big difference i don't know how to describe it but i feel like you just know yeah and if your significant other or even friends are doing that, I feel like you def- you usually get a gut feeling and you need to like, acknowledge You're never it. being brought around the friends or don't know what they're doing, like... Just in the dark, I feel Yeah. Like. It's just, like, wh- like, why? Like, the whole vague answers thing, like, mm-hmm. hey, what's up? And they're, like, hanging with friends. And you're like, oh, who? And they're like, you wouldn't know them. Why can't I get to know them? Yeah, it's not private at that yeah. point. It's, what are you hiding from me? Yeah. Uh, the next is the line between humor and insults so we're both very sarcastic yeah people. i feel like w- this line for us is very thin very thin but if, like if you're hanging around us you better have some thick ass skin yeah girl. oh boy because yeah we definitely are very sarcastic and we kind of use insult as humor but you have like i feel like it's kind of obvious when yeah it's taken to the rude serious level yeah there's definitely a line like let's say i'm insecure about my laugh Mm-hmm. And then they come at me like, "Wow, you sounded like a dying cow." <laughs> but I just like if it's something you're insecure, like about. serious, like something in your past that you're insecure. Like if you're insecure, I feel like if you're insecure about it, and they are like poking fun at it, yeah, and it's like hurting your feelings. That's not. Oh no. I just feel like if if you know they're insecure about it, and it's like an actual insecurity, you should know not to go there. Exactly. If you actually care for this person, you wouldn't try to hurt them or do anything that might hurt them. And I feel like maybe it takes one time where you do hurt them and then you learn. You're like, yeah. oh shit. Like, but you I'm don't so keep bringing yeah, it up. Yeah, exactly. You like learn your line. And I feel like a lot, I don't know, I feel like I suppress my sarcasm around certain people just because I don't know like how they're going to take it. But I feel like for most of my friends, like even my family, we're very like jabby, but we know it's like in a fun way. Conversations I literally just, Kaylee just 
witnessed in front of my family. The facial expressions, I was like, ooh, they <laughs> there's heat. But, but it's you, like you can like laugh it off. You have to be able to like read the person. Like yeah. you should know if you're in a relationship with them, especially you should be able to know like, what hurts them. If if you're purposely like trying to get under their skin or they're trying to get under your skin, like that's a red flag. Exactly. Like if they're insulting you, like trying to hit you where it hurts. Yeah. Like, and they'll know what will hurt. That's just, that's not healthy at all. I mean, that's kind of what I was saying earlier about, like, the vulnerability. It shouldn't, like, vulnerability, like, insecurities, past experiences shouldn't be felt as if it's being held over your head and they're going to use it against you at any moment. Another one is you feel like you cannot be yourself around them. Fully yourself. You can't fully open up. You can't. Okay, we're both very sarcastic people. So when there's people that I feel like I can't be that way Mm -hmm. around, I get kind of uncomfortable because I'm like, am I going to say something that's going to hurt them? Yeah. So I'm not necessarily saying that that's bad like you should be able to read people and know like okay if that's not their type of humor that's fine but in a relationship if that's literally how you are and that's the way you communicate like I feel like you have to find someone that meshes well with yeah, that that can handle it or like maybe give it back and if, whereas like if you like are being sarcastic and like they go cry it's yeah. like that wasn't my intention like I'm so sorry that but if that's like happening over and over then maybe you're like not meant to be together yeah exactly because, and that's okay it's just yeah your personalities might not mesh well and I think that's when the wishful thinking mm-hmm. you're like oh if I just change how I am or how I interact then it'll work major red flags if they're critical of everything that you do like every choice that you make and critical in giving constructive criticism is different or like controlling of everything that you do uh there's this influencer that I follow her name's Gretchen Garrity I think I've mentioned her before I think so but it's like each person needs to be 100% themselves so that when you come together you're 200 percent yeah instead of acting 50 percent and they give their 50 percent and because it's one thing to get 50 50 in a relationship because the relationship as a whole is 100 but you as a person are one whole on your own yeah and the other person needs to be 100 percent their own so you come together so your lives kind of need to mesh well together instead of because the goal of a relationship in my opinion isn't to form one life yeah it's the one interaction life of two lives yeah. so both are better yeah and I think it's very important to note that you need to be yourself from the get-go. Because if you're trying to be someone else, you can't keep up the act for the rest of your life. And then it just becomes so complicated. So don't... That is a huge, huge mistake I've made. Yeah. Is trying to hide certain parts about myself or my past or things I viewed, like my views and just stuff like that. Like I've tried to like kind of suppress that because I didn't know how they would react. But then when it eventually came out, they're like, this is not how I thought you were. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, even though it's scary, you kind of have to be upfront and fully yourself from the get-go so that they know mm-hmm. what kind of future to expect. You can't build a future and a relationship on half-assed And stuff. you'd want them to show, be showing, like, who yeah. they truly are, so you should be giving them who you truly are. Well, because when I did do that and I, like, hid part of myself the constant worry in my mind is like what are they hiding what are they hiding yeah because you honestly you receive what you give so if you're not giving your full self like I mean maybe they are but you're just going to constantly worry like are they doing to me what I'm doing to them they judge you by your past oh hell no I mean I think the past makes you who you are so I think the past needs to be taken into consideration but if they can't move on from your past Mm -hmm. now if your past is one day ago or a week ago yeah that's a little different but if it's like how you were okay before you even met them yeah like this is kind of I think of my parents is in their college and post college life they were complete opposites my dad was the partier type and in a fraternity, mm-hmm. doing all the things. And my mom was going to a college two hours away from her home, coming home every weekend, didn't go out, never really drank, like any of that stuff. So when they found each other, they were at different stages in their lives where they were both working at the same job and they found each other and their ideals lined up at that point. Now, eventually, like I'm sure that wasn't the first conversation, like, oh, how were you in college? Yeah. But when that came out, they didn't end the relationship because of, oh, you did that in your past or oh yeah. you used to be like that. Like people I hate Grow when, yeah, I hate when people say like people don't change. Cause I think I mean maybe they don't completely change, but 
I think people grow and everyone should be given the equal and fair opportunity to do that. Exactly. Because I'm not nearly the same person I was two years ago. Me neither. Everyone matures and grows up. I think you have to take their past into consideration. But that doesn't necessarily define who they are. Yeah, but I don't think it should be everything about that person. Yeah. So the last red flag we're going to talk about is they call you names in times of arguments. So if you're in an argument and they're like, you stupid bitch, or any derogatory comment... Mm -hmm. Yeah. No matter the situation, like just because you're in an argument, like doesn't because mean you yeah, have to if they apologize them- later and it's like, oh, it's because I was mad. It's like that doesn't matter. No, that's not an excuse. You shouldn't be verbally br- abusive. abusive. I don't care if you're down. drunk. I don't care if you're pissed off. Watch your mouth. Yeah, you can't take that shit. Back. Yeah, because like, that that cuts deep. Yeah, sometimes like you and I like we're like. We'll, like, call each other, like, names, which is, like, funny, but, like, if it's serious... Yeah, exactly. Like, you're you're resulting to verbally bringing me down when we're, like, arguing, like... I feel like like it's almost more acceptable when it's not in an argument. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's necessarily right, but, like, my brother and I, Mm -hmm. we never... I don't think we ever use each other's names. It's always some type of cuss word or derogatory comment, but that's, like, just how we are kind of thing, but... Even though he's called me a bitch 20 times a day in, like, laughing, like, haha, funny, sarcastic way, because that's mm-hmm. how my family and I are, if him and I were in a fight and then he called me that, it takes on a whole new meaning. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, that was not okay. And, yeah, it's, like, it's definitely very important to, like, when you're in an argument, not to be verbally abusive and i think sometimes it can be hard because in the heat of the moment you just like almost want to make them hurt because you're hurting but that's just very unhealthy and i feel like if you if you're the type of person that does do that like call people names when you're upset i think you really need to like look at yourself yeah because i feel like that almost defines the person saying it exactly than the person they're saying it to because it's like what kind of regard do you hold for me yeah. if that's if that's how you actually feel when exactly. you're mad like to end it all we kind of talked about verbal abuse and I just want to put this out there as a red flag because I think it's a huge important thing but I also don't want to get too deep into it in this episode um but any type of abuse is obviously a very big red flag whether they're Emotional, putting their hands physical, on you or spiritual um, yeah any type of like making you hurt inside or outside and, and really manipulating you, you and abusing you yeah um always feel like you have the right to speak up or remove yourself yeah from remove it. yourself speak out to if, other people exactly if they're bringing you down and like putting their hands on you or making you feel less of a person you're not the problem they're the problem and i think that's kind of hard like when you're in the situation to realize that but you really do, you have control of your own life, so you're the only one that can remove you from the situation. Yeah. So you just need to, I mean, it's not as easy as it sounds, but you just need to remove yourself if you really are, like, and I feel like once you hear something so many times, you start to believe it. Exactly, so, it's so just don't like, put yourself in that situation. Yeah, if you're in a situation right now where that's happening, just because someone's saying it to you does not make it factual. Yeah. The only thing that matters You're is You're the only you one view, that knows you the best. Yeah. You, the only thing that matters is how you view yourself, so. A topic for another sit down, but I definitely wanted to put that in there. That yeah. That is not okay. And if that's happening, there are so many resources, whether it's friend, family, a hotline, whatever it is, you always have a way out and don't feel like you're stuck in a situation. Especially if you're, like, actually scared. Yeah. That's not good. No, don't stay in a relationship just because you're scared. Oh, God, what is it? So, I feel like we talked about, or we ended on some heaviness. So, I thought I'd lighten it up by giving you guys a dad joke. Because this is my type of humor. So, Kaylee, why does the Norway Navy have barcodes on their ships? Why? So, when they come back to port, they can Scandinavian. Scan the Navy in. Scan the oh Navy in. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> I was like, what? Because I was thinking Scandinavian. 
Yeah. Oh, when you say it quick, you can hear it. <laughs> yeah, Scandinavian. Oh, Scandinavian, yeah. You know what my favorite um, TikToks are? What? Is when there's four words in a row and they say it quick. And it turns something. Like, usually old people, they're, like, reading it quickly. And it, like, like says something. I can't remember one of them. But it was, like, what was it? I remember when everyone used to make a spell I, I cup. I C U P. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's a cool one. <laughs> so I hope that lightened your mood and keep your eye out for the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> the two, <laughs> two bad things. And the beautiful. And the beautiful. Just keep your eyes open and. I feel like it's important to really know what you're looking for. Yeah. Go into it knowing that. You give what you receive. With good intentions. Be the friend that you want to have. Mm-hmm. Don't have double standards. No. No double standards, bro. <laughs> and I hope everything works out for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Send it everyone positive vibes. Yeah. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is at Simply Marie Podcast. My personal is Kaylee underscore pretty. Alexis is yours is what? Alexis Rems. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so spectacular. I wish I didn't have the underscore in mind, but I can't change it I feel like it, it makes it sound longer, though. It actually, like, makes it sound like, an, like mine's just Alexis Rems. Yeah. Like, is there a name. space? Is there an underscore? Is there not? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, there's I don't nothing. Know, but, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.